Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Pure age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this episode, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from Patreon.com. You can join and receive mail from my desk or from my Disneyland trips. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Monica Seats Vega, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, and Sheila Harry. See ticket patrons serious inquiries only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coat, Ben and Noel Bruning, Patty Woolen, Angela Reynolds, and Aaron Moran. B-Ticket patrons, the Disney Rewind Podcast, Jeff and Paige Orton, and Joshua, and Exorable Tosh Bell. And the A-Ticket patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angel Nablah, and, and the All Aboard Podcast. You can also sign up for my new newsletter for a chance to get some postcards delivered by the USPS to your mailbox. I am your host, your post host, Clocky. And today, we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the E.P. Ripley engine pulling into Main Street Station. You can see some of the posters of the Disneyland attractions below, and if you look closely, you can see a yellow car with green trim being pulled behind the tender. On the back it reads, Upon entering the Magic Kingdom, you are greeted by a floral Mickey Mouse and the Santa Fe and Disneyland Depot where a scaled-down model of a passenger train from another era puffs out of the station to take you on a scenic tour. It's postmarked February 10, 1961, with an Anaheim cancel and a three-cent purple Liberty postage stamp, Scott number 1035. I assume they visit the park on Thursday, February 9th, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The weather was a high of 75 and a low of 46. Park attendance that day was 4,920. It's addressed to Noel, France of Lore City, Ohio. It reads, 2961. Hi. After four years, I made it. Ruth. Just like Ruth, I made it. Since I just got back from a whirlwind trip, I thought I would dedicate this episode to a trip recap of my Adventureland Day weekend. Like most trips, I was packing last minute, and if you listen to the end of my last episode, I was watching for my Adventureland postcards to move from Salt Lake City to Anaheim. So after I packed up each day's outfits, I refreshed the UPS website to look for movement. I got a full 2 hours and 22 minutes of sleep according to my Fitbit and prepared to leave the house. I landed in Long Beach just before 8am. I got my rental car, a Nissan with a total of 6 miles on the odometer, and drove to my hotel. I stayed in walking distance of the park at a hotel with plenty of parking. My room was ready, and I had a wonderful view of the Matterhorn through my window. I waited for my postcards to arrive as they were scheduled to be delivered before 10.30 a.m. and arrived right on time. I walked over to the park and waited to park hop and met up with my friend Angela in Disney California Adventure. Soarin' Over California has just reopened for a limited time with the current Food and Wine Festival, and I got to soar back through California virtually. We followed that up with some of the entertainment options and character meet and greets in the park, starting with visiting Goofy, dressed as a chef, and greeting guests in front of a kitchen display. Goofy, living up to his name, gave us some great poses using all the space. We then headed to watch Alice's Wonderland Bakery Unbirthday Party, which was great because it was my unbirthday. It was a cute, interactive cupcake decorating show, with some cast members assisting kids in the front with mixing frosting colors and adding sprinkles to their masterpieces. During this time, special guests came to visit and to help the head chef with a cupcake recipe. We then rushed over to have some lunch 
at Paradise Garden and watched the Standard Mel Quartet play some jazz standards. I had the French onion pizza, which was good. There was an entire layer of caramelized onion just underneath the cheese, but I really enjoyed the au jus, which was great with the pizza crust. The day continued with the musical theme as we left Paradise Gardens for the main stage to meet up with Mr. Daps and watch Fat Cat Swinger do their sound check, and then watch a few of their sets. For dinner, we decided to try the new Earl of Sandwich Tavern. The best part of the meal was the cheesy garlic breadsticks. If I went back, I would split an order or two of those with some friends, and people watch from the outdoor dining area. I had the prime rib, which was good, but I felt it was a little expensive. We then headed into Disneyland and rode the Haunted Mansion and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway to close out the park and the evening. Do you know what's great to put on a special greeting card? Vintage stamps from Enfield Post. Be sure to check out the special Sunday sales at EP Sunday Sale on Instagram. It's a great way to add a little bit of flair to a birthday card, holiday card, or a postcard. That's EP Sunday Sale on Instagram or... You can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has the Matterhorn. You can see monorail blue pulling into the station, the Skyway gondolas passing in and out of the mountain, and if you look closely, you can see the top of King Arthur's Carousel and a bit of the Submarine Lagoon. On the back it reads, Previewing the Future of Transportation. The first complete monorail system in the United States carries guests over the Submarine Lagoon and around the Disneyland Matterhorn Mountain, climbing steep grades and racing around sharp curves the Disneyland Alweg monorail trains run over a concrete highway in the sky. It's postmarked December 21, 1969, with an Anaheim strike back against cancer, give American Cancer Society, cancel, and a five-cent blue Washington postage stamp, Scott number 1283. I assume they visit the park on Friday, December 19th, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. The weather was a high of 64 and a low of 52. It's addressed to Leroy Richmond of Hanover, Illinois. It reads, December 19th, we are here at Disneyland, seeing lots of sights, wish you could be here, love, Aunt Effie, and Earl. Saturday night, or Adventureland Day Eve, I met up with Jungle Cruiser from the All Aboard the Disneyland Railroad podcast, and some additional friends at Trader Sam's. I purchased a tiki mug to add to my collection, and we grabbed a late night burrito as the fireworks were going off. We parted ways to see each other the next day at Adventureland Day. I went to bed late, and woke up early the next day and packed my bags with a thousand Adventureland Day postcards, dressed in my finest khaki, tan, and brown to head to the park. On top of my plan to send around 150 postcards, which I had already printed out address labels for, I was honored with the task of reporting for my friend Shannon from Going To Guides, who helped design my outgoing postcard. I started the day next to the Adventureland mailbox, where I took some photos and proceeded to write and post 31 postcards. I left Adventureland in search of a breakfast chimichanga, one of my favorite quick breakfast options in the park. I went back to Adventureland to write more postcards at the Tropical Hideaway. I didn't get through too many before the area was full of Adventureland Day participants. I snapped some photos and handed out some postcards for people to send. I met up with some friends and met some people I'd only known through Instagram and hadn't met in person. We took a group photo in Adventureland with the photographers taking the photo from the second story of the Jungle Cruise queue. Then, as a group, we headed to the Enchanted Tiki Room where we filled two performances with Adventureland Day Explorers. Well, almost all. 
There was a newlywed couple next to me who got a special experience with the entire room singing along with all the Tiki Room songs. After exiting the Tiki Room, most adventurers headed to the Jungle Cruise. We had a good skipper and enjoyed the trip, but then it was off to lunch in Frontierland with my friends Mike and Monica, and a quick walk down Main Street for group photo number two in front of the Main Street Railroad Station. At this point, most of the Adventureland Day events I planned to participate in were over, and many people went to go do the Adventureland Day scavenger hunt. Meanwhile, I set up next to the bazaar to write some postcards, with some help from Angela and Mr. Daps from Daps Magic, helping me put the address labels on the postcards. My final official Adventureland Day highlight was a quick tour of the Society of Explorers and Adventurers references in Adventureland, hosted by the Backside of Water podcast. It was great for guests who had never heard of the Society, and an entertaining tour for more knowledgeable guests. After the tour, I sat down with Skipper Freddy from the Backside of Water podcast for a while to swap some postcard stories. Then I took a long break to watch the Magic Happens Parade and have dinner at Flo's with Katie, Mr. Daps, and Angela. After dinner, we waited for the best song in the Cars Land loop to come over the audio system. After King of the Road played, we took some photos with the Storyteller statue, and I went to Trader Sam's with Angela to finish my postcard writing. Overall, it was a fun-filled day with a well-deserved and relaxing evening. I look forward to the next special and unofficial Disneyland Day. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has a yellow boxcar with green trim. On the green trim at the top, it reads, Santa Fe and Disneyland Railroad. On the back it reads, Disneyland Railroad Combine Car. This combination coach was part of the original passenger train of the Disneyland Railroad in service from 1955 to 1974. The combine car was said to have been Walt Disney's favorite since it reminded him of similar cars he spent time in while working on the railroad out of Kansas City, Missouri when he was 15 years old. It's postmarked March 1st, 2023 with a Santa Ana cancel and a red barn forever postcard postage stamp. Scott number 5547. It reads, Of course I bought you the Wells Fargo Express mail car postcard. We gotta keep on brand here. Your pal, Jamie. Thank you so much for the postcard, Jamie. You bet we gotta keep on brand. I'm sad we didn't get to hang out this trip, but I'm even sadder that there are less and less postcards in the park. I'm impressed that the Carrollwood Pacific still offers postcards for sale, and I'm happy that it made it to my post office box in great condition. I'm considering making some Patreon goals to include producing my own postcards for patrons heading to the parks. I also enjoy that the train car on the front of this postcard could be the one featured on the front of the first postcard used on this episode. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a 5-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard address to sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. 
This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guests of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.